Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. And this is the Success in the New Retirement podcast with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. My name is Mark Owens, and it's all powered by Acute Wealth Advisors. All the information, you can find it at successinthenewretirement.com. Gentlemen, tell me about your company. Tell me about Acute Wealth Advisors. You know, we are exclusively focused on working with people 55 and older. So anything retirement related is what uh, is what we focus on from the, the obvious of, you know, investing people's dollars. But around that there's so much that goes into retirement and when people think about retirement um, they don't typically think about how am I going to save money and fees and this and that they think about what do I want to do in retirement you know and and when we were preparing for the show and you'd kind of sent us over a question uh, since this is a new time slot for us mm-hmm. um, about it you know I I am the founder of this company and and fortunate to have Matt as a, as a partner of mine but, you know, I was thinking about why did I even get into this? And growing up, I grew up in a big family. My parents worked hard, and, I, and that's something that they instilled in me. But people asked me, why are you so financially responsible and conservative? And it was because I remember growing up and hearing my mom talk about how we didn't have money for this or didn't have money for that. And she was always stressed about debt. Mm-hmm. And and you know for all the the great things my parents taught me they they you know inadvertently taught me that I wanted to to be debt free and I wanted to be financially responsible and so as I as I began my career and and started this I you know I, I started to meet with people and met with all different kinds of people and and as I'd have different ages come in. What I didn't have was uh, really good training and answers to how do I tell someone who's close to retirement how to turn this lump, you know, this bucket of money that they've created into a sustainable income in retirement? And how do I help them with their Social Security? And, and how does that factor into how you invest in their Medicare? And, and what happens if they get sick? Mm-hmm. And, and all these things that the training, just the financial training of how do you invest wasn't there. And so... You know, we, we formed this company around helping retirees be able to to go to a place where they can make their dreams, um, where they can build a retirement portfolio to support the things that they want to do, where they can sleep eight hours a night and not not have to call in the morning because they look at the stock market and say it's gone down and I've got to cancel my Hawaii vacation or I've got to I can't I've got to go back to work or mm-hmm. do those things. And so we've really tried to structure this firm around building something that, that people can come in and look at the whole ball of wax. How do we invest? How do we create income? How do we be tax efficient? How do we put in there our when do we take Social Security and, and, and should we wait? Should we do all of these different things to try to create an environment where where people can can get the answers all at one place. You know, if you go to our website, the three things we list there that we strive to do is protect, grow, and reduce taxes on your wealth. And we believe that if you can focus on those things, again, protect what you've worked hard for, make sure you're not being too risky or putting money in places that it shouldn't be so you lose it. If you then grow it if you, and you make sure that it's continuing to keep up with inflation, keeping up with your spending, keeping up with what you're going to need in retirement, and then reduce taxes on wealth and reduce how much Uncle Sam's going to take of your money, mm-hmm. those three things are going to be so powerful in building that financial plan that Dame is talking about, something that you're going to have peace of mind with. 
but you're also going to know that you're going to have success. You can do some of the bucket list items. You can have fun. You can travel. You can spend time with the grandkids. You can do all the things that you've dreamed about doing if you focus on those three things. Success in the new retirement.com is the website if you want to meet the team and you know see more about what they offer at Acute Wealth Advisors. Again, success in the new retirement.com. And you hear the word fiduciary. Define it for me. You know, like, talk to me like I've never heard the word fiduciary before. Well, what's fun about funny about fiduciary is again, inherently, we I think we all believe that every financial advisor out there was a fiduciary. Mm-hmm. So a fiduciary, all it means is that you're putting your client's interest before your own. And that, that seems logical. That seems, well, that's what kind of advisor I want. What people don't realize is the majority of the financial advice and the financial management that's provided out there is done by broker dealers, mm-hmm. by the big banks, by the big firms, and they are not fiduciaries. And that means they actually do not have an obligation to put your needs ahead of theirs. And that means that they can put you into strategies that have high fees, high costs, high commissions, and it's perfectly legal, it's fine, and they're not held to a higher standard. And so when Damon and I were you know, you know, putting this together and, and building this firm, we said, well, look, we want to build an investment firm that our clients can trust us. We want to be fiduciaries. And so we have the proper licenses that as a registered investment advisor, we must be a fiduciary. So not only would we want to do that, but we are required to do that. And so what that means is when we put together a financial plan, we disclose all the fees. We show people what they're paying, we, and we strive to pick the things that are going to be the most efficient, the least expensive, produce the best returns, because we're striving every day to put our clients' needs above our own. And again, I think inherently that's what people expect their advisor to do. Yeah. And I, don't think, I think a lot of people don't realize that that's not the standard that they're being held to. And those are the questions you should be asking. You should be asking, hey, am I working with someone that's a fiduciary? Mm-hmm. Or do they have the ability to throw me in something that has higher commissions than maybe I should be paying or higher fees than I should be paying? Because again, if, the, if you can reduce the fees in your portfolio, that improves your return. That allows you to get better growth on your account. That, that, that is one of the catalysts to be able to build a financial plan that's going to be successful. I love that you said that. One of your goals is protect, grow, and help reduce taxes. Success in the new retirement.com. You know, gentlemen, you were talking a couple of minutes ago about having an event recently, and it was a little scaled down because of COVID, but you did everything safe and able to meet, you know, some people who are getting ready for retirement or taking the steps towards retirement. But when you meet a client, what do they worry most about in their planning for retirement? Like, is it running out of money? Is it not leaving an estate to their, their family? Is it the fees? Like, what's the biggest concern we have about retiring? You know, I think that for most people, they've seen someone go through retirement and they've seen the, some of the potential problems that that person ran into. And they, in their mind, they said, I'm not going to be that person, right? So whatever it might have been, you might have saw a family member or a friend that maybe didn't prepare or ran into some health issues or didn't have, you know, the proper insurance or whatever it might be. Most of the time when we're building a financial plan, when we're doing stuff in life, we're, you know, it's, it's because we've experienced something or saw someone that someone was experiencing. We said, I want to make sure that that doesn't happen to me. And so oftentimes people will come in and as they're kind of talking through with Damon and I kind of their financial plan, they're kind of going through their stuff we'll start getting that story from them that they'll say, you know what, you know, I, I watched my parents and, 
and you know they didn't have long-term care insurance mm-hmm. and, and i saw the devastation that that caused or you know my mom and dad they didn't prepare they didn't have this money saved up and so they had to work into their late 70s and they didn't weren't able to enjoy the good years of retirement and it's those types of little things that you can then drill down and say okay I, I'm un, I'm starting to understand what's driving you and some of your goals that you're trying to focus on in retirement. And so we all we all have those. And so, you know, I think every single one of us can kind of think back to experiences we've had that are some of the driving factors to what we're trying to accomplish, some of the goals that we've set, or some of the things we're trying to avoid. And and it's important as Damon and I, you know, build that financial plan that we address those. But I would say, as they've done poll after poll after poll, the number one concern that most people have is outliving their money. Mm-hmm. And I think it I think there's two reasons for that. And it and it makes total sense. Is number one, we are retiring differently. The the pension that most people retired with, you know, 20, 30 years ago that supplemented their social security, for most people that has disappeared. And so, you know, I've told the story of my my grandpa, you know, my earliest memories of my grandpa who passed away just this last year um, at age 95 was that he was already retired. I remember as a little kid, grandma and grandpa would show up in the RV on their way out of town to go visit some other place or go spend the summer somewhere else. And he was retired. And as a kid, you don't really think about that. You just know that grandma and grandpa are showing up. Grandma's going to bring her, you know, her sugar cookies (laughs) and spoil you. You know, we're going to be able to spend, you know, a couple days with them and then they're going to be off and running. And, um, but that being said, you know, when I was 12 years old, my grandpa, the rule was when the, when the grandkid turned 12 years old, they get to go on a trip with grandma and grandpa. So mm. I got to go and spend two weeks up in star Valley with them on the RV and it was awesome. But it wasn't until I got older that I looked back and said, okay, well, how did grandpa do that? How in the world did, did my grandpa be, was he retire at 65 years old and didn't have to work another day in his life and seem like things were good. And he worked for the department of transportation for Utah. And so he had this awesome pension, he mm-hmm. had social security, and it covered everything. And so any money that they had saved up was just for fun. It was to play, it was to travel, it was to spoil the grandkids. And so he had that advantage. Now, most people today, when they retire, they're looking at, okay, I've got social security, and now I have a 401k, and mm-hmm. it's this big pile of money, and I now have to, I'm faced with the challenge of, how do I turn this into that income stream like Matt's grandpa had. How do I make sure that this money doesn't run out? And so when you stack on top of that, that we're living longer and you know, you're, you're now investing money in volatile markets, you know, that's the thing I think that keeps people up at night is they're kind of wondering, well, how do I do this? Because it's not on autopilot anymore. It's mm-hmm. not work for this company and they take care of it. It is all your responsibility these days. Why have pensions gone away? Because remember when I was growing up, my grandfather had a pension. As you mentioned, my dad had a pension for a little while, but then that seemed to disappear. Why have they gone by the wayside? Well, they're, they're very expensive for corporations and um, they're having to project out for 20, 30 years um, how to sustain an income for somebody and invest those things. And most companies are not, they're, they're, they're doing what they do well. They're not investment companies, right? So then they have to hire someone else to do it. And so there, there's a lot of cost associated with that in the bottom line mm-hmm. and people are living longer. And so over time, those pensions have become a dinosaur that just doesn't work for companies. And so over the last 20 years, 
um, the the market has adapted to the different needs, and so now there are there are things you can do to create pension. But bottom line things. with that though is again that should tell us something that corporations, these big organizations, don't want to be in the retirement business. They don't want to try to help you figure out how to retire, and the reason is is it's kind of a tough. It's not the easiest thing in the world to do, as Damon was saying. You know, it's a financial burden for them because they're trying to predict how long people are going to live, how much needs to be saved, and the stockholders don't want them to be doing that. And so they basically said, "Look, let's outsource this. Let's turn this into just a four hundred one k and let the let the let the employee figure it out." Mm-hmm. And so they push that big responsibility onto you. And so again, if you if you're sitting there wondering why didn't my company do this for me, it's again because they find it pretty tough and challenging. But what they've done is they've passed on a pretty tough and challenging thing for you to now deal with. And I think that's what's kind of daunting for a lot of people. They're like, oh, my goodness, how do I actually pull the trigger on this? How do I make this happen? How do I make sure that I don't spend too much in the first five or 10 years and the last 20 years of my retirement? I'm like, you know, on food stamps. I mean, we're, that's that's the concern. We've had that experience where we've seen someone retire. Basically, they're stuck in their home. And they can't do stuff. They can't do the fun things. And we, in our mind, we say, that's not going to be me. Right. right? I mean, I want, I want to do it differently. And so, you know, that's one of the missions that we have at Acute Wealth is, look, let's, let's help people walk those steps. We have the experience. We know some of the things that should be done. How do we, how do we help them, you know, build that financial plan so they can retire, retire with confidence and know that, that they have a plan that's going to be successful? You know, you both mentioned it that we're living longer. Are you finding that you're having to kind of reformulate some retirement plans? Because when we talk about our grandparents, I remember my grandfather, man, he'd smoke a pack of Marlboro Reds and drink a pull top <laughs> Stroh's every single day. But now we're seeing people live much yeah. longer. Is that part of the planning retirement planning process now? You know, absolutely. It's been something that we we look at. And, and you, the last thing you want to do is create a plan that says, OK, I'm going to. I'm going to pass away at 85 and you live to be 95, mm-hmm. right? Um, because that means the last 10 years are, are, are pretty slim pickings for doing anything good. But, you know, it's a lot of people have this notion that, oh, my grandpa died. My, my parents died at this age and that age. And, and that has less and less, less and less of an impact on how long you're going to live, as does now technology and advancements in medicine and all these things. We have people living now. Uh, with diseases and things that that our grandparents died from and they're living you know good lives and so you really have to come in and and that's one of the first things we focus on when someone comes in is saying look let's look at and create a plan that's going to have enough income and have the probability of working um, with you know some certainty in there that you're you know and and plan as if you're going to live a long time and hope that you're going to spend and do all the things you want to but we can't just plan as if you're going to, to pass away like your parents and grandparents. And, and that's a, sometimes a, a fallacy that people have in their mind that, oh, I'm going to this is this is it. And I, there's no way I'm going to live that long. But we have to create plans that are going to to allow you to live that long and have the resources to to support you through all of that time. And then likely because you are living longer, you're probably going to leave something. Yeah. So then then we're having the conversations of wealth transfer and. How do we do that in an efficient way so that a lot of what you work so hard for your entire life doesn't end up in Uncle Sam's hand or doesn't end up, you know, somewhere where you don't want it to go? And, and so we're, we're spending a lot of time on, on a comprehensive look at that. You know, I had a conversation, this exact conversation with a potential client this past week. She had called in from the radio 
and we had gone through and kind of built her financial plan. And, you know, she came back, she called me and she's like, Hey, I like what you've put together. I'm, I'm looking at the documents, getting ready to sign this stuff to become a client. But, you know, I was doing some research and, and I looked it up and life expectancy for a woman's 82. And my mom, you know, the, you know, my grandma, she didn't live until she was, you know, and she goes through these, this family history of how long people had lived. And she's like, you know, I feel like I could spend a whole lot more right, right away. Right. And, and I just said, look, I said, I want Lisa, I want to build a financial plan that if you live till you're 90 or 95 or a hundred, that you're going to be okay. And I want you to have money to spend now as well. But I do not want to be the one that's talking to you and you're 85 years old and we built a plan that was going to run out of money at age 80 because mm -hmm. I don't want to have that conversation with you and apologize and say I'm sorry because you're not living your best life at that time. And she said, okay, I get it. And, and we kind of walked through that and, I t and we went back through the, the principles we talked through and said, look, we are going to build this so that you have money now and you have money later. But we're not going to sacrifice, you know, the, the, the future because we don't know how long you're going to live. And I don't want you out on the streets or, or having to change your lifestyle dramatically just because we didn't plan properly. And then we went back through the process. and I said, here's some strategies we put in place that's going to provide a supplement to that Social Security that we can count on for a long, long time. Here's some strategies. We're going to get some growth that you can be able to pull money for vacations and things right now when you're younger and you're traveling a bunch. And as we walk through that again, she's like, okay, I get it. I understand what we're doing here. And so she got the paperwork signed and sent it over. But again, it, it, those things are rattling around in people's brains. They're kind of going, again, I, you know, I, I want my retirement to look like this. You know, how do I make it happen? How do I make sure I don't run out? How do, how do I do all these things? And again, it's not the easiest thing. And so, you know, that's what we do every day to try to help people walk that path and help them build something that's going to be successful. Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt? Check out successinthenewretirement.com. And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions. Investment advisory services offered through Acute Investment Advisory, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through its affiliated company, Acute Wealth Advisors, LLC. Tax and or legal advice is not offered by either company or their affiliated companies. Consult with your tax and legal professionals for guidance on tax or legal matters. The information presented should not be viewed as personalized investment advice. All expressions of opinion are subject to change. We are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.